What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So lots of action to go over. Just a lot kind of happened around the league. So I'm going to jump right into it. I'm going to start in Pittsburgh where Willie Adamas just kind of popped off. And I want to talk about that because he's an interesting case study. First of all, just going over his line for the night. Four for five with two homers, seven RBIs, and a double. So Willie Adamas was traded from the Tampa Bay Rays to the Milwaukee Brewers last year. And prior to the trade, he had always been known for a very light bat. Good defender, but didn't hit much and struck out a whole lot. But once he got to Milwaukee, he just reinvented himself into their best hitter. He became their best hitter for the second half of the season last year. And no one really saw that coming. And everyone just wondered how that happened. How did he flip the switch just by changing teams in the middle of the season? So he's an interesting guy to look at this year to see if he can replicate what he did in the second half of last season. Is that bat really as good as he flashed last year? Well, this big game he had last night is helping us remember that, yeah, this dude has some pop in his bat. This dude has some has something in there. He has something in there. And now his numbers are obviously up after a huge performance. And a huge April performance is definitely going to have a big impact on your numbers. But Willie Adams is somebody to keep an eye on. The Brewers end up winning this game by a score of 12-8. Brandon Woodruff started for them. It was okay. I mean, not great. Four innings, four earned runs. But plenty of run support, was all, and that was all he needed. And ended up getting the W, which is all that matters. But Willie Adams is somebody we should keep an eye on. I'm going to keep tabs on him and monitor how he how he swings the back coming out of the gate these first few weeks and months of the season. The Mets are baseball's... They're the talk of town in baseball right now. So even though they don't have Jacob DeGrom, he hasn't even been cleared to begin a throwing program, the Mets are doing well. And they continued this with a 3 nothing win over the Cardinals. And their pitching is lights out right now. That's really the story in New York. Last night, it was just more of the same. Chris Bassett continues his great season. Six innings, six shutout innings with six strikeouts for him. And we expected a lot from New York this season. They went in with high expectations because of how much money they spent in the offseason. And you know, I was the one saying, no excuses. This is the time to put it all together. And they're doing so they're doing so obviously you know it's early but getting off to a good start is so important for a team with high expectations and they just have to keep the foot on the gas and continue doing what they're doing but at 14 of 5 first place in the nl east you know most wins in baseball this team continues to roll that's what their owner steve cohen tweeted last night and that's what they look to keep doing when they get DeGrom back, they'll be even scarier. But with DeGrom, it's unfortunate. He hasn't even been clear to start a throwing program. So it's really uncertain when he will be back. It's not clear. But in the meantime, they are doing just fine. In other news, Andrew McCutcheon joined the 200 homer, 200 steal club. So interestingly enough, he did it in Pittsburgh. So I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the, you know, the Pittsburgh and Milwaukee game. But Kutch obviously came up through the Pirates system and became great there, was MVP there, everything. And you know, to, he got his 200th career steal. And that's special. Obviously, it's a big milestone for him. And to do it in Pittsburgh, that's kind of, that's kind of uh, you know, it's got to be a good feeling for him to do it where he, where he came up. So I just thought I'd mention that. 
Let's head to New York, where the Orioles took on the Yankees. So Anthony Rizzo was that dude hitting three home runs for the New York Yankees. A hat trick as the Yankees got a 12-8 victory over the Orioles. Lots of offense in this game. You had Rizzo with three homers. Joey Gallo with a homer. You had Aaron Judge with a homer on his birthday. Aaron Judge turned 30, believe it or not. He is now 30, but... He's doing Aaron Judge things. And offense was was the name of the game on both sides, really. This was a 12-8 ball game. Not much pitching, really, to, to, to praise here. But it was just a typical Yankee Stadium, uh, you know, beatdown. That's really what happened. Lots of, lots of offense on both sides. If we stay in the AL East, though, we will head to Toronto, where the... Blue Jays defeated the Red Sox on a 6-5 walk-off win. And this is just the latest edition of Toronto's thrilling high-wire act. Uh, it was a Rymel Tapia walk-off sack fly after George Springer had set this up. He set it up with a game-time home run at the bottom of the ninth. The Blue Jays are down to the final out. And you know, just like Monday's win with Bobochet playing hero, there were so many similar moments leading up that led up to that moment. But Springer tied the game with that two-run blast. You know, the Red Sox are looking for answers at the back of the bullpen they're looking for answers so that they're not uh, so susceptible to these to these late inning losses like they've endured the past few days in toronto and down in tampa but kevin gosman was on the mound for them you know he is their ace right now and taking taking the ball every fifth day he's going to keep them in the game last night he did that six shutout innings nine strikeouts did his part it was a bullpen that kind of faltered, but the offense came back to save the day. In other news, speaking of pitching, Carlos Rodon, let's head to the West Coast. So Carlos Rodon has, he topped Tim Lincecum for the Giants strikeout record. So not necessarily, what strikeout record are you talking about? Not the single game record, but it's the most strikeouts a Giants pitcher has had through his first four starts. So Rodon pitched well against the A's. He held them to three hits and two walks, giving a one run over six innings. So he's improved to a 3-0 record of the 1-1-7 ERA. Great grab by the Giants. They paid him a handsome amount of money, and he's he's returning. He's returning with he's giving them good returns with great performance. But I mean, for Rodon now, through his first four starts, that's 38 punch outs on the year. That's just below 10 per game and that's the most that, that's the most in the mlb this season and that breaks tim lincecum's franchise record for most through first four uh, appearances so he sets the tone thing about rodon is he's throwing mostly fastballs 66 of his season high 104 pitches were fastballs and he topped out at 98.5 miles an hour he drew 42 swings from the a's but even so the o- oakland hitters just couldn't do much with his fastball they were, I mean, first of all, heading into Tuesday, Rodon has a 119 opponent's batting average against his fastball. So that is his bread and butter right there. Um, I mean, it's kind of a short arm. The reason it's so effective, he's coming from the left side with kind of a short arm delivery over the top with 96-98. That extra velo really, you know, really helps him. That, that is where he has has been working in the early going. And 
he just got a good angle angle on it. I think that's what it is. Not necessarily velo because everybody can hit the fastball, but I think it's the angle he's throwing with, and that's really helping him out. So, and just like Tim Lincecum, Carlos Rodon wore number fifty-five during his days with the White Sox. So, you know, if if he had gone to um, San Francisco, that would have been interesting if he kept the number. But apparently, out of respect for Tim Lincecum, he changed his number to sixteen, and yeah, Giants will take it. Giants will absolutely take it. And this dude is looking good. He needs to get more recognition for what he's doing. But 8-2 win for the Giants over the Oakland Athletics. So I want to talk about this, this Yankee letter that has been that has been discussed. So MLB and the Yankees have released the statements on the contents of a letter that surfaced in, well, that I guess that was written in 2017, September 2017. And the contents were revealed publicly for the first time. It was not really a big deal. So this was about this was about like the whole sign stealing thing. All right, this is about what went down where the Yankees in on it to the extent that the Astros were or whatever. But it was it ended up not really being a big deal. It, it was not a big deal whatsoever. All it said was that Rob Manfred informed Brian Cashman that an investigation showed that. The Yankees used their video replay room in 2015 and 2016 to decode sign sequences and pass them to a runner on second base who would then relay them to the batter. The Yankees were fined 100 grand for improper usage of the dugout phone. And most importantly, the investigation cleared the Yankees of using TV cameras, the center field camera, to steal signs, as the Red Sox had alleged. So this this is... um based on 2015 2016 however the letter does not include accusations about the yankees using this technology during the 2017 season and you know this this letter actually comes before the september 15 2017 announcement that rob manfred had made saying that from that day forward electronic science stealing would be subject to more severe punishments because you know the astros and red sox were both later punished for the electronic science stealing that took place after September 15, 2017. So, I mean, at the time, so basically what I'm trying to say is 2015, 2016, at the time, using the replay room to decode signs was not, you know, it was not exactly prohibited by MLB rules as long as the info was not communicated electronically, electronically to the dugout. So, um, basically, these are players relaying, relaying signs from second base to the hitter. Uh, they would go to the replay, the video room, and decode signs from there, which is after after the fact. And then they would, you know, the, the hitter would, when he, when he gets on second base, he's like, okay, yeah, this is what the sign is. You know, this pitch is curveball, this pitch is fastball. If I get on second base, I'm going to relay that to hitter with signs. But they were not they were not doing it in real time, which is what the the whole, you know, um, the fuss is about. It's like if you're doing it in real time, you're not giving your opponent chance to change signs and stuff because even like in baseball at lower levels talking about high school even college stuff like this happens right a, a hitter might get to second base and, and he pick, he picks the signs and whatever brings back to the dugout and say hey they're throwing uh one fastball two curveball three changeup whatever and then every hitter that gets on second base from then on relays that to the batter in some way or form it's on the team that's on offense they need, they need to change their signs between innings. Some teams do a different set of signs you know, for odd innings and even innings or whatever. They change their signs throughout the game. So that's what the Yankees were basically doing. They would go to the video replay room, find out what the signs were, and then go out back to the field 
in the you know during the game and they they would they would relay that that's not really a big deal but it's when you're doing it in real time like the astros were with the trash can banging it's like okay they're literally doing it in real time you're not giving the other the other team doesn't even have a chance to <laughs> to uh to chase their signs or anything so yeah anyway that was what came out from from the use of it but if we're being honest that 2017 thing i mean i don't want to speculate but the yankees and as sorry the red sox and astros I'm sure they were not the only teams that were stealing signs in real time in 2017. I think they were just the only teams that were caught doing it. But be that as as it may, I will leave it at that for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.